0: So back in July of 2021, uh, the three of us recounted the history of the Unity game engine, an undeniably important tool in the evolution and development of tons of digital software, both uh, directly related to our industry and not. Um, While my and many others' personal feelings on its overall quality could be described as mixed throughout the years, it's the once massively successful company behind it that would recently find themselves in scalding hot water in what perhaps is the most self-destructive move in the history of the medium. Uh, Seriously, this shit was unprecedented in how unanimous the blowback was, uh, along with their messy response which is why it was formally decided during our big annual update episode this past November that the only true way to cover the scale of uh, said aforementioned controversy is for this revisit to warrant its own complete follow-up, separated from the hundred or so different topics we've tackled previously. Uh, Also, we'll get to the stuff that happened literally right after we fucking uh, recorded the anniversary rundown, like with the... E three and Bungie and Free Radical exploding, Skyrim mods somehow oh, returning. Yeah. Can you fucking believe that bullshit? Yep. <laughs> um. But no, that that'll be for you know we'll keep that in the pocket then, that's another day. But um. Anyway, this is Hot Button. I'm Randall Beatrice, uh, here with Austin Blakesley. Hello. And Andrew Banks. That's me. <laughs> Christmas is past. Uh, let's kick off 2024 with a little bonus for our listeners, Austin fuck is wrong with Unity? Will anybody ever trust them again? Okay, so in
1: our episode on Unity, I tried to cover how the pricing worked. It's very confusing. Mm. There are like four different tiers. It's like Unity oh. Basic, which is like I want to make a game and I'm not going to sell it, so it's free. Does that have the splash screen in front? Of well, yeah, but okay. that... And then, if you intend to sell the game at all, you go to Unity. Okay, Unity Personal is the base, not basic anymore. They changed that. Then Unity Plus, then Unity Pro, and then Unity Enterprise. There are four categories. Okay. So our story begins on September twelfth, twenty twenty three, when Unity released a statement (laughs) announcing an update to its pricing policy. Was
0: there was there any preamble, or they just drop that? Dude, like, th- this this came so out of nowhere and was mm-hmm. so bafflingly stupid. I reread <laughs> yeah. it a couple times <laughs> yeah. to make sure that I was correct. Wait, they're they're charging for that? Yeah. Oh. oh, it was wild in real time to see okay. just the
1: <laughs> now. As I mentioned previously, Unity worked on a subscription model. There were multiple tiers of licenses. Right. Um, you need to have Unity Pro or Unity Enterprise in order to. Publish on consoles. Mobile and PC, you could do with plus, Oh, yeah? Okay. But, uh, I mean, they're, they're
0: more closed off. Like, that's, you, you also... Yeah, you, have, you have to interface with, with code that they don't own, which is why it costs more. Mm. Yeah. All right. You
1: also... You have to do pro if your game hits a revenue threshold of $200,000 or greater. This is how it worked previous to September of this year. In a year? In a year. Okay. Uh... I don't know if it was the old one. I think it was in a year. Okay. Okay. Hmm. This new announcement came with a new policy called the Unity Runtime Policy. (laughs) And I'm going to try and break this down as best I can, but it makes no fucking sense. (laughs) Uh, This would change the payment model as follows. Uh, Unity introduced an additional threshold in addition to revenue installs. Now anyone with a Unity license would still need to pay for that license. That price doesn't go away. You still have to pay the subscription. But also, you need to pay fees to Unity based on hitting certain thresholds. Unity Personal and Plus, the two cheaper options, contained a threshold of $200,000 as well as 200,000 installs.
0: (laughs) Really incentivize those milestones. (laughs) After those thresholds
1: were reached, you would need to pay Unity... 20 cents per install of your game.
0: Fuck off.
1: Unity Pro and Enterprise thresholds were set at a million dollars and a million installs. And after that, you would need to pay for installs on a tiered structure. Pro starts at 15 cents for the first 100K, seven and a half cents up to 500K, three cents up to a million, and two cents per install after that. (laughs) Enterprise starts at Twelve and a half cents for the first hundred k, six cents up to five hundred k, two cents up to a million, and one cent after that.
0: What's the like legality of like retroactively? Di- like,
1: I mean, the legality is whatever the fuck you put in the terms the, <laughs> the yeah. EULA.
0: But this is all like you know prior purchases that they're. like So none of these are are. Purchase like I, I think this is one of those situations where you know if you're asking about legality I think technology is ahead of the law, mm. um and also this country in particular is a little slow. As far on, as consumer protection. on consumer go. protections, it's a little slow. <laughs> and also this is like <laughs> a an developer. Enter, this this is an enterprise product slash service, however you want to call it. Right. So I would
1: I would I wouldn't use the word slow. I would use the word resistant. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, fair. We we do get them sometimes, but for the most part, we just piggyback off of whatever the EU does, and it's like, thank you. That still, thank you guys for actually saving our digital products. Yeah, the only reason
1: we piggyback off what the EU does is because companies don't want to make. Yeah, unless it's really that profitable, they don't want to make separate products. Now, correct. I'm I'm sure you're you're
0: gonna get into it, but like, what was? How is Unity doing at this moment? That that would. Um, like that they would want to not well. Right. Cause I, I know we actually spoke on in our episode about how they, they made some pretty big purchases and you know, they they made like some that. pretty big purchases when everyone yeah. was making pretty big purchases. Right. Yeah. And they made those I I bets went south. Like, they made those big purchases because borrowing money was cheap, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah.
1: Borrowing money is no longer cheap. And also I don't have exact numbers. Mm-hmm. For before the changes.
0: <laughs> before after the changes.
1: Um, I don't think yeah. I have exact numbers for after the changes either, but I can tell you that they were operating uh, okay. at a loss okay. of, I want to say, greater than a billion dollars. I mean,
0: this is post-acquisition uh, of Weta and all that. Well, that's part of it.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's not like a billion dollars in the fiscal year. That's like a billion over the lifetime of the company. I think it was like okay. a little under $100 million the year but that that is okay. it,
0: it is in the red though right so yes yeah, in the red yeah. for sure now how quick was everybody like um <laughs> well hold on so
1: here's where me and Andrew are gonna go off on the problems with this this model <laughs> and right. you can chime in too sure. but we've used unity mm-hmm. problem number one i'm gonna say how the fuck do you track this yeah now, i wondered e- that too now unity says good unity The way Unity works is they have something called the Unity runtime, and that is basically when the engine initializes, it establishes something called the Unity runtime, which they say connects to their server.
0: Is that per IP or machine? It's any anytime you're running a Unity executable, it is using the Unity runtime on that machine. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, Java does something similar, right? You, and have, I, this yeah. is, you have to be connected to the internet, I'm sure for them to collect that. that um, exactly. Oh, of so of it's, course. Yeah. yeah, in a best-case scenario already, we've got aggressive DRM on yeah. games that didn't, uh-huh. right? Like, it didn't have this before. And so if you implement this across the board, suddenly you add DRM to everything. Yeah, including single-player indie games, whatever. This is yeah. step one DR of the show. problems with this thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, step one. Mm-hmm. Step two question that a lot of people asked, What about games that already ma- were made with Unity? hmm Are those included?: The studios: uh, just certainly And the have answer the that Unity had in their first FAQ of many <laughs> uh, was yes. This counts for old games as well as new games. Which, um,
0: which is absurd. Yeah, yeah, no, that, insane. It,
1: it, Yeah, it, insane. You can't even put
0: into words. Helping now. now that let's is. like, okay, if we're gonna do this back and forth call in response of here's here's what uh, this introduces as just a technical specification, and then here's the problem that I'm gonna bring up with it is like, oh yeah, well now suddenly you've got monetary incentives that changed for a whole bunch of games that were already released. Yeah, that now. It, for whatever reason, if those terms are different and don't work out well, you are pulling games from sale. Much like you know, with all these streaming issues, where it's like, oh yeah, well we can't relicense this stuff, so yeah, now we're going to yeah. pull stuff from our library. There are numerous problems that could pop up if this policy is allowed yeah. to retroactively G- pull. That to also this stuff. gives like customers the ability to fuck with. Well, compa- we're, we're getting oh, okay. there. Sorry, well, yeah, sorry. we haven't even made it that far. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's don't Game Pass. Down. All right, problem <laughs> <laughs> number three. <laughs>
1: Gamers are a fickle bunch. <laughs> uh, what they don't like when people, when businesses do things that help them make <laughs> money, but maybe aren't great for the consumer. I don't know where you're getting that. From. Can people install games on mass <laughs> and, and, and put devs out of business.
0: Because all right, so how, how many how many more bullet points do you have here? Because I do have a, <laughs> a point to make here. I just have one more. You can go. Right, okay. <laughs> uh, the the big. <laughs> no, you know what? No, I'm going to save it, because we need to make comparisons to Unreal. Uh, yes, yes. And, and so, yeah, finish <laughs> okay, your bullet points. so
1: <laughs> Unity later clarified, there is no way to definitively say that, if, that they intended this, but they later <laughs> clarified that it would be the first install on any device would be charged. So if, okay. if a user wanted to install a game over and over again, that would only count once, but if you have multiple computers, <laughs> let's say you have... A laptop and a desktop, or yeah. you have a Steam Deck or an ROG Ally or a Lenovo Legion. A, a
0: device that would you'd probably uninstall and reinstall games like, right, pretty regularly. Right, but they're saying,
1: like, if me and Andrew have a Steam Deck as well as a desktop, Andrew also has, uh, right, a like, secondary. Dual, you have dual boot, not that you use it that often, but... Mm-hmm. Theoretically, if you were to install the Linux version of a game and then later install the Windows version of the game, it might count that separately. Yep. And oh, then the weird. Steam Deck would be a third. And, and then the Steam Deck yep. would be a third. And yep. then... Or
0: if I'm just visiting somebody else, I'm like, hey, check out this game. I yeah, didn't bring my entire desktop with me. You've got one here. That's silly. We'll just <laughs> install it on your desktop. Don't worry. They're, they're footing the bill. <laughs> right. Well, exactly. It's So now, like. They the... had to have thought this through because that's just. Well, <laughs> too. Well, so we'll get to it, that, I guess. But it's like. they thought it through (laughs) (laughs) you know okay so when whenever you pay like a subscription fee before before everything became a subscription fee Mm. a subscription was a recurring cost to the person providing the service so the Mm. customer pays a recurring cost so now what happens if you're retroactively applying this to games is that you paid a one-time fee to incur a recurring cost to the person who provided you the product which is now out of, out of sync, right? Like yeah. they can't always provide this at profit anymore, yeah. which again is why they get pulled because they're, you know, their incentives for selling it are gone. So maybe now this is a good time to interject with what I was going to say about Unreal, right? Is because mm-hmm. Unreal's policy, and I'm going to simplify it a little bit, but their policy is that, uh, Hey, you make a game and, and you sell it and we don't take, we don't have any uh, the subscription business. We don't yeah. have any of these tiers if you want you can negotiate a different pro, uh a different um pricing structure but uh and that's like a bet that each side is going to make as yeah, far as yeah. like how much that money else is going to make and but otherwise 5% of your revenue goes to epic and you keep the other 95 minus taxes and fees from other sellers or whatever right, right yeah. so just 5% revenue is what unreal costs now that's some people thing. might look at that and say well that's rent seeking you know like mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't do percent of the work of a 100 billion dollar grossing game you know yeah. they 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 yeah, arguably they did sure. <laughs> sure but it's like it's like hey did they did they uh, like okay if you make a 100 billion dollar grossing game did they do five billion dollars worth of work and then on an so indie game on an indie game that makes one million dollars right? Did they do, uh you know, uh, $50,000 worth of work, right? I think I got that math right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's like, does, is the amount of work that they did different depending on those two things? So why are they charging different fees, right? It's like, mm. you know, so people might call that rent seeking, but here's the difference. They give you the engine for free upfront, right? So if you try to make any kind of analogy where it's like, oh yeah, you buy a car and then, and then they, they you know, if you were, if, if you're an Uber driver, the car manufacturer takes 5% of all the the Revenue you make. Which it's I'm like,
1: sure Elon Musk would love to do with Tesla. <laughs> Right, sure. Yeah, give
0: him time. He'll, he'll yeah, try it. Yeah. But try. it's like the difference here is that you're not getting that car for free up front, right? So th- what, yeah. what makes this business model make so much sense for Unreal and why no one really throws a fit over it is because your incentives are aligned, right? Uh, if- yeah, Unreal makes the engine
1: good so that
0: your product can sell
1: so that they can yes. take a cut. Yeah. Makes and sense. It, you know, so wins. The more mm-hmm. they
0: improve their engine... Uh, theoretically, it means it should be faster for you to get your your project going, or it should be uh, it should be it should have enough features to realize a thing that you couldn't easily do on your own. So again, th- the more they succeed, the more you succeed, and vice versa. Right? Yeah. That's why it works.
1: Symbiotic yeah. relationship.
0: But when you have this thing tied to downloads, a thing <laughs> that a developer cannot control what their customers do with it. And if they do, then you're introducing a new use case that is going to drive customers Did. away, and that's if their stupid DRM works. Is there any, <laughs> like, like... This is also to, to, to like, thing, like... Like, comparison you could make to another An- company? Andrew that's...
1: said Java does this. Java has a runtime environment. Yeah. Mm. Um, like, right, but that's not applicable to this. And this no, they don't, they don't really charge. They don't charge. Yeah. Because what cost are they incurring? Exactly. (laughs) Mm -hmm. It doesn't cost Unity more for you, for a user to install your game 20 times. Right.
0: But, but in a typical service that you were paying Mm -hmm. a subscription for, there is a monthly service that they're providing that costs them money. And then you pay a monthly subscription fee to cover that plus some profit. Right. But again, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Like there is no additional cost on Unity's end to serve another runtime via download. Right. Like, like even if you're downloading that directly from Unity, which in a lot of times you're not, you're downloading no. it from Steam or something like that. That's you being know?
1: packaged by the installer <gasps> or the, the yeah. compiler and then exactly. put into an installer, right. yeah. So like
0: that's the difference. Like it, you know, Unity is not uh going out of their way to do a couple of pennies worth of work for each time you download the installer. So why is each install charging, you know, somebody more money, in this case the developer, which they would try to pass on to the customer, but there's no mechanism for that. So, yeah, it's just like, and everyone immediately sees the problems with this, which is why I said I had to reread this several times. It was like, you can't be serious. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew posted this
1: and I just sat there typing out a message <laughs> and like looking back and forth monitor to monitor being like, did I
0: get that right? Like, Is that really what's happening? It's baffling. Um, and devs were were yes. understandably well shocked.
1: We'll get to the devs in a second. Okay. I got two. I got two more. Uh, I lied. I got two more bullet points as to what's the problem. With this. on us. We. I mentioned in my Unity episode that Unity has a very large market in mobile. A yes. lot of mobile games are made with Unity, Definitely. like a lot, because it's one thing to make a game on like Unreal or, I don't know, Frostbite or CryEngine or whatever, any of those other games, and port it to the separate consoles. The engines are designed to handle that. At the time Unity came out, that wasn't a thing for mobile. And it's very yeah, useful yeah. for mobile because <coughs> Apple and Android have very different ideas of their app ecosystems, how they're developed and and, you know, whatever. So... Unity is like the leader in mobile games. And there's a huge market. I mean, we're talking, you know, the one of the most profitable games of the past decade, Genshin Impact, made on Unity because it's got to work on desktop. It's got to work on mobile. And, you know. And they got to talk to each other. And you have to consider the fact that like, you know, to use Genshin Impact as an example, right? If I'm an Apple guy and I have Apple products, I got all the the Apple products. (laughs) I got... An iPhone, I got an iPad, I got an Apple TV, and I've got a regular Mac.
0: Justin Long over here. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> that's four charges now. Yeah, that they have to incur per customer. You know, like if <laughs> yeah, somebody like Engine Impact is yeah. like, "Well, we want you to play on desktop and mobile." It's like, okay, desktop, mobile, tablet, tablet. console, all of those all cross over. Nice. You have them all. That's four installs. Um, Ooh. and so that was a big like saying like. I have a desktop at a Steam Deck is one thing, but yeah. like mobile is entirely different because you also have to consider that like for Genshin Impact, who's clearly hitting these revenue thresholds every year because they're, you know, they're selling their waifus. They got like, um,
0: sounds like traffic. It's not that even like,
1: it's also, you also have to consider the fact that there are some people, especially Apple customers who upgrade uh, an yeah, iPad and an right. iPhone every year. So you're, I even you think know, about that. You're getting like, oh, I got the iPhone 12. That's 20 cents for that install. I guess it would be like two cents for that install, but then now I got the iPhone 13. And that would Again, be in
0: perpetuity. Not to like, mention I got
1: an iPad and my kid has an iPad mini and I got a MacBook and I got an Apple TV and oh, I got the iPhone 14 now and yeah. and it just continues on and on. So while That's while stfarious. while the Steam market got the brunt of the press coverage, the mobile market, I want to emphasize, was pissed. Mm.
0: Well, and also, it's like there's no way that that policy was ever even, like, thought about. It didn't enter anybody's brain unless they were only thinking about the mobile market, right? Oh, because... they
1: said, like, almost without using the exact words, that this was targeted at Genshin Impact. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah, like, policy was targeted to get more that. fucking money out of Genshin. Not, I mean... I don't think they felt too good, but also they have Honkai Star Rail now, and Zelda Oh, is Zero, that the same people? And they're all yeah. made with Unity, so, okay. yeah, they're like, this was like their cash cow. So, yeah.
0: so I mean, think about it, right, is like, clearly their intentions were, hey, this subscription fee is not scalable, right? Like, if we do more work, we still, you know, the, this game that brings in billions of dollars is still um, only paying the same subscription fee that the little guys are paying, right? Yeah, um, And it looks like they're like, okay, how can we make this more scalable? So that way it's kind of like the reverse way of thinking about how to make the incentives align, except it, instead of it being like, well, when we make a good product, you make more money. So then we get more money. Right. Instead it was when you make a good product and you make more (laughs) money, then we should get more of that money. Right. Like they're from Mm -hmm. their perspective, they're like, how can we get more Genshin Impact money? So it's like, they they went about like it. changing in, the rules of a game when you're a kid so that you win. Oh, or, you yeah. Know, like it is definitely that. It is it is definitely that. But it's like, yeah, if their problem was they needed it to be more scalable, they could have just copied Unreal's business exactly, model verbatim, yeah. mm-hmm. and it would have gone over so and much you better. you could have copied
1: it less, right? <laughs> you could have done, like, Unreal Charge's fucking, what, 10, it, 5, 5, 5%, 5 it in three.
0: Yeah.
1: There you go, you're better than Unreal. Three and a half even. You know, buff that up, like
0: whatever. And it's like and and that also has benefits for the customer too, because then they don't have to buy this subscription product up front, right? Yeah. And and they've still got revenue streams from the asset marketplace and things like that. But it yeah, if you want it to be scalable, Genshin Impact would probably be happy to pay like, Mm -hmm. you know, that percent proceeds because it would be cheaper than Unreal, like you said. Or maybe maybe you even tier it so that way when you're super successful, your percentage is lower to try to deter people from going with – compa- I don't know. There's, like, there's a thousand different ways I could have thought
1: of. To, to make this. There's a lot of ways you can soften the blow because it's like Genshin's not going to change engines on Genshin Impact. That thing is a monolith. Yeah. It's a monster. Yeah. It's constantly growing. And, yeah, they're just not, like – There's other people that to... <laughs> You could have just been, like, 2% and they would have been, like, all right, fine. But then you're, like, 20 cents per install, which, like – uh, to for, to your point from earlier, two percent of a billion dollars, yeah. probably more than twenty cents per. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just such an ass backwards way to do it. It's
0: also it like if we're talking about it scaling with somebody's success too. It's like yeah, I it, this is like one of those correlation does not equal causation sort of things, yeah. right? It's like yeah, a, a really successful game is going to have a lot of downloads. In any free to play game, 95% of the population never pays a is dime. That, yeah, that's right. So thinking. it's like so you're still charging them for something that they're not directly getting compensated for mm. themselves, which still makes this math harder for anyone to reconcile into something that you can be comfortable with. It again, uh, yeah, yeah, the free to play I, shit is uh, Exactly. A and and that's who they're targeting because that's all mobile is basically, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. Almost exclusively mobile is First is one's free. Yeah. I guess I don't you're don't also know, targeting you know. a
1: market where people frequently uninstall and then reinstall the game. Oh, yeah, yeah. tons of times. I mean,
0: I, I guess, I guess, you know, ad supported games, games do yeah. get, uh, you know, more money off of, uh, off of the, like most of the free to play player base. But it's like you still, it, it still is not aligned you know with the installs. You know, it's you know? a
1: question that I have. Hmm. So I have Genshin Impact on my phone.
0: I haven't, I'm sorry. Po- haven't played it in years.
1: <laughs> not, not, I don't like it.
0: much space is taken taking up? So that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Apple has
1: a feature. Where if you're running out of space, mm-hmm. you can turn it on or you can turn it off, but they will uninstall apps that are taking up a lot of space that you haven't used in a while. Mm-hmm. They'll stay on your home screen. They'll just have a little cloud icon oh, next to them. I didn't, I didn't even know that. And then when you go to use them again, it'll download them again. Okay. So what, if, what about that feature? What if your phone just like Genshin Impact's taking up too much space and it uninstalls it? Now Genshin Impact's getting charged twenty more. Yeah, I bet that was not communicated by their company.
0: Let me (laughs) me raise you that. What if they knew? Oh, (laughs) they knew. They knew. No, what? What if? What if that wasn't a bug and it was a feature? (laughs) Oh, I know. Yeah. Um.
1: (laughs) Okay. And then the last bullet is very specific to me. I have a broken brain. I, so, like, I, can confirm. I like I <laughs> like Cookie Clicker a lot. <laughs>
0: That's not where I thought you were going with this one. Sorry. I have
1: currently on my uh, browser at home, I have bookmarked the itchio clicker tag. <laughs> Most of those games are made in Unity. Well, sure. less so now, but a lot of those games are made in Unity and they use the Unity WebGL client. Yeah. So how, do, how does that work? Exactly. This is a thing I like did not see. Unity <laughs> did not have to answer for this, yeah. and nobody covered it because nobody plays games <laughs> like like Flash games except for me. But what is the Unity runtime environment on huh. Chrome so, or Firefox, right? Because so Chrome Web- even WebGL. has a feature that will turn off a browser tab to save memory, yes. and then you go back to it, and then it yep, reinitializes. That's, that's what mine, uh, yeah. is.
0: The, the WebGL player for Unity I think was phased out a couple of versions ago, right? So, yeah. so they may not have been thinking about it, but also applied their license unilaterally to every old version.
1: And those games, some of them charge money. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, some of them you can pay on itch.io, you know, pay it whatever you want. Oh, yeah, and you yeah, can yeah. play the WebGL version. You can download a version of it from Unity. Uh, like, But they, to their point, they say they know when the n- runtime is initialized every time. And the runtime is initialized on a browser every time you go to that tab. That's fucked. So, That's, uh, and those <laughs> devs aren't making. There are very yeah, few of right. those that are making two thousand dollars, let alone two hundred. But like, if I wonder how this clicker tra- game,
0: translates too, to like a lot like foreign companies where yeah. like, they really don't like know if what, like
1: if a, if a, another clicker were to blow up like Cookie Clicker and it was a WebGL based Unity thing and it God, applied that would, your that would cut like, into like, profits. Yeah. Um, wow. No answer to that was ever given. Mm. Now we're getting to Randy's point from earlier. Uh, how did the devs feel about this? <laughs> Anybody have any guesses?
0: Yeah. Me? Call on me, please. Hey, you oh, in the yeah, back. Yeah, thank you. Um, bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> devs reacted
1: very negatively to this news, and it ran the gamut to calls of fuck unity, to calls of swearing off unity entirely yeah to exodus to advertisements and people offering courses on how to use unreal and godot and game maker Oof. to people signing letters to taking uh, threatening to take games off storefronts if this wasn't reversed all right I, yeah um, i remember who did that Yeah. Because, like, you know, you think about, like, Gone Home was made in Unity. It was? What if, like, uh, Gone Home just has, like, a resurgence and a bunch of people buy it on sale? Yeah, because... And, and it hits mm. the $200,000 revenue thr- threshold.
0: Some Twitch streamer streams it and then suddenly Among Us happens to it, you know? Yeah. 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 yep. Yeah, Among yeah. Us is a
1: perfect example yep. of a game that came out in, like, 20 fucking twelve or 15 or whatever and then, like, blew up in 2020. I
0: have 2020. a stupid question. What about, uh, like, a, comp- like a, a developer that's defunct? Does it... Is just not. That is a great question. We will, yeah. we will get to that later. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. Or if, yeah. If a company buys another company, and
1: so the loudest, uh, dev by far has been Mega Crit, developers of Slay the Spire. Yes. Uh, as well as second, uh, or the secondary being uh, Inner Sloth, the makers of Among Us. Mm-hmm. Um, both release statements swearing off unity for in perpetuity for the future, talking about making all their future, games and other products, many, all future yeah. projects or moving off of unity. Uh, additional statements were made by, and this is just a handful that I could find. There were way more yeah. um, additional statements made by cult of the lamb dev, massive monster wizards with a gun dev galvanic totally accurate battle simulator dev landfall games and floppy nights dev Rose city games. Yeah. Additionally, a bunch of mobile devs, as I said, uh too many to name here literally i read the letter um who rely on unity's ad service to support their games cuz unity has an ad service oh. like like google ads or okay
0: well and that was part maybe i'm jumping ahead in your script but i think that was part of maybe not their initial pitch but maybe their uh their first pivot was that oh yeah we'll waive the install fee or lower it if you use our ad service instead of a competitor's
1: i think this was a direct response to this because a bunch of mobile devs, we're talking like 50, you know, companies that like crank out Unity games. Mm-hmm. We're talking like these, you don't go to these devs' pages and they're like, hey, we made X. It's like, here's a list of our oh, games. Like it doesn't oh. fit on your monitor. <laughs> um, uh, they all turned off Unity ads so Unity would get no cut <laughs> um, and signed That's an good. open letter to Unity saying that they would be turned back on when this decision was reversed. Okay. I know um, a, a
0: couple of these guys like donated to, to other engines, like uh, the with the Cult of the Lamb people doing. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. <laughs> well, I will get to that. Right.
1: That is in the follow-up <laughs> section. <laughs> now, uh, there was a my favorite response, and I'm gonna read this verbatim It's a tweet <laughs> from Agro Crab. Uh, they made Going Under. They're also doing a game That's called Another Crab's Treasure. <laughs> Tweeted sigh. And then one of these uh
0: Oh, is it black text on a yellow background? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Okay, and I'm going
1: to read this verbatim.
0: I love seeing those portfolios. Try not to (laughs) interrupt me because this
1: is quite long. All right. Okay. Today, Unity, the engine we use to make our games, announced that they'll soon be taking a fee from developers for every copy of the game installed over a certain threshold, regardless of how that copy was obtained. Guess who has a somewhat highly anticipated game coming to Xbox Game Pass in 2024? That's right. It's us and a lot of other developers. That means another Crab treasure will be free to install the 25 million Game Pass subscribers. If a fraction of those yeah. users download our game, Unity takes a fee that puts an enormous dent in our income and threatens the sustainability of our business. And that's before we even think about sales on other platforms or pirated installs of our games, uh, which is the thing I forgot to bring up in the, in the, in the problem section or even multiple installs by the same user. This decision puts us and countless other studios in a position where we might not be able to justify using Unity for our future titles. If these changes aren't rolled back, we'll be heavily considering abandoning our wealth of Unity expertise we've accumulated over the years and starting from scratch in a new engine, which is really something we'd rather not do. On behalf of the dev community, we're calling on Unity to reverse the latest in a string of short-sighted decisions that seem to prioritize shareholders, over the product's actual users, I fucking hate it here. Agro Craig Thanks. games.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so th- they like. Uh, that's what I was wondering. I, I think I I brought it up a little bit uh, earlier, but the like the did did Microsoft ever comment? yeah on it? yeah so in in light of this kind game of pass th- is like their entire business and, model and, well keep and in mind too, very much be affected keep in mind like so much of this was happening so concurrently too so there's yeah. going to be some overlap and cross talk on some of these ideas yeah. yeah um but it was like people like microsoft and devolver being like hey engine choice matters when we're talking about contracts for things you know <laughs> yes uh, Yeah. yeah because yeah and and also i mean there's publishers there's been some reporting that maybe uh uh uh, maybe the Game Pass and PS Plus deals are not as lucrative as they were. Um, you know, mm. in in these days, you know, but you know, a game like that was already contracted a while ago, right? Yes. Uh, and, and I mean, it's like that's how like Rocket League was discovered. You so, know? Yeah, so yeah. So they're like they're locked into this business decision that made plenty of sense at the time, and now all of a sudden, uh, like an un- an unspoken business partner is just like they by nothing the to way, do it. yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Unity Jeez. responded to this by saying number one. Don't worry about pirates, we'll figure that out. Which they didn't say how, but they'll
0: <laughs> Oh right, I forgot about this yeah. next part because it is hilarious. Go on.
1: And also they explained that the fees that they're charging would be uh, charged to the distributors. AKA Microsoft. Meaning platform, that yeah. Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, and potentially <laughs> the Steam. Fuck they were like, wait like, a would minute. Would pay per install. <gasps> wow.
0: To which all which of them were to saying. To which I wrote, "LOL." Yeah, no, the fucking yeah. It's like suddenly new Game Pass tier. Not get, a chance. Get Unity games an extra two cents per install. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be funny. Well, that that's the thing because that would never work. They just would stop bothering. They wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, they just yeah. wouldn't make those deals anymore. Yeah.
1: yeah, they would just have a clause that your game can't be developed in Unity in the <laughs> contract. Um, yeah, or they just oh, vet man.
0: them manually. You know, like I, I, who who does that? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Matt Booty or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoever's making those deals, they're like, all right, so what engine's this in? Or, uh, Unity? Uh, all right, uh, next. Past. Yes. Yeah. Sarah. Throw it in the pile. <laughs>
1: Sarah Bond. Okay. Maybe. Um, but yeah. Now, all of this was orchestrated by uh, our favorite former EA CEO and noted (laughs) shithead John Ricciitello. (laughs) Uh
0: Now, this is funny, though, because I definitely uh, was able to, in the intervening years between when he left EA and and ended up at Unity and making this absolute monster of a bad decision <laughs> i was able to forget the bad years at ea because what i remembered is that he tenured over ea during the years where they it's were just created. the game pass well or the, or, not, or sorry online pass era i think it was okay so, yeah, yeah, yeah and this, ju- that this, just, this, just, right. this just this just came up but like what? that that specific thing yeah. came up at a conversation with some other friends just hours ago <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. but uh but no uh, uh i seemed like i think uh or Prior to the story, I thought back to his years at EA of being like, oh, that's when they were cranking out Mass Effect and Dead Space and Mirror's Edge and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is true. But all of his nasty stuff came, like, just a bit down the line after that, too. He wasn't there for the loot box debacle. No, la- I, no I, I guess not. They were, they were capable of doing well, that Well, were, they were him. set on that path. No, yeah, yeah. That was the
1: robot guy. What was his name?
0: Uh, Android Wilson. <laughs>
1: Android Wilson,
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that's Skill Up's joke. I don't want to just take credit yeah, yeah, for yeah. that one. I've heard that before. Still, good.
1: He uh, that guy looked like he wanted to kill me. Look like, <laughs> like he looked like a, the main character of American Psycho too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do remember the online pass shit though. I used to oh, go yeah. I used to go into GameStop and try and open like gutted copies to play co-op with people because I... Wasn't... Well, you
1: never redeemed your nudie code for the saboteur we talked You're about. You're right, I didn't...
0: <laughs> I have to do that before the 360 And <laughs> An EA game That's... overseen by John Ah, it's, it's his fault that yeah. I didn't have nipples in the base version of that game. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <That's>...
1: <laughs> um. You now, this is all... A lot of my information on John Ritchitello comes from a great article on gameindustry.biz. So shout-outs
0: to them. Because I'm sure we're going to get to in a bit how, like, the so much of this damage was already done like course correction is oh yeah <laughs> i mean yeah really it's like Not even yeah so without skipping too far ahead in the <laughs> script uh they they did what they could to try to make good <laughs> after this but uh. yeah of course the damage is done and it's like well why on like i don't care if you undid the damage yeah. you still did it the first um, time yeah it, it's the the thing about contracts
1: like this is that there's this like a there's this like silent agreement that you're like, hey, you Look, don't do shit like this. We're all out here to make money. <laughs> yeah. Just don't be too shitty about it. <laughs> and it's like to a thing. The greed, so it's I a mean. thing that just like exists in the ether of all business where you're just like, just don't be too much of a shithead. Just, yeah. Stop fucking bo- with the money. We're both trying to make money off of each other. We get that. And then Unity just, like, stepped over the line. And it's like, once you cross that line, there's no going back. Yeah. You have violated a silent trust that has existed for longer than any of your companies have. <laughs> um, okay, so this article, Unity's Self-Combustion Engine by Brendan Sinclair of GameIndustry.biz. John Richitella was set to make $11.8 million in compensation for the quarter. Mm-hmm. Ah, despite the company being $2.2 billion in debt. There's your number. <laughs> Uh, and this was before, that was $2.2 billion in debt before this, this, this yeah. change. Um, in addition, I'll let Andrew take this because we talked about this in a Discord call. Um, he is accused of selling stock before the announcement happened, knowing what? that the announcement was coming and that would be unpopular. That's not
0: legal, is it?
1: Uh, well, a practice that can be considered insider trading, trading yeah uh which is illegal and he was already investigated by the sec for doing so in his time at ea which was part <laughs> of the reason he left ea
0: what a chump so it is, is it this where you like a, like yeah you're yeah. talking
1: about like the <gasps> so there cycle is,
0: there is a way to do this legally reputation, right really? uh because a lot uh, in ceos in particular tell that's the guy that made sonic the hedgehog he's well Well, japan's (laughs) laws are different not only that but that one that one would have been illegal here too (laughs) Uh, but but there is a way to do this legally because um executives especially are largely paid in stock compensation Mm -hmm. and the reason for that and disagree with it though though a lot of people may for a lot of valid reasons uh, i have opinions (laughs) on this but is that you know if your company is doing well. Then your stock price will generally appreciate, right? Like you will, and you, the
1: CEO makes more money.
0: And once again, we have an, an alignment of incentives, well, theoretically. Theoretically, right? yeah. again, there 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 could be criticisms or problems with this, but uh, in general, that's the idea: is okay if you lead your company to more success, then you, the CEO, make more money. We just don't pay you in dollars; we pay you in shares of the company. Okay, yeah. So we're all uh, hunky dory. And the way that you would, uh. You're not going to buy groceries with stock, okay? Uh, you need to change that into dollars, which means you need to sell some stock, but you also can't do insider trading. So what you do is you schedule it months ahead of time and be like, hey, uh, I don't actually remember what the schedule is. It might be three months, it might be six. We're planning but, something big. No, not even, not yeah. even. No, you have to say, hey, I am scheduling this six months down the line. I'm going to sell this many shares. Oh, yeah. And then theoretically that schedule- But don't those decisions change based on like what you're, what's in the works? The idea is, whatever that threshold is, I think it's six months, um, whatever that threshold is, it's supposed to be far enough away that you be, you would avoid steering clear gotcha. of whatever major decisions you're making. Or at least so, getting a magnifying and glass and also, on, you're raising eyebrows.
1: You are unable to, like, back out should... Yeah. Things oh go south right yeah, yeah so yeah, so yeah, it's right.
0: like you are paying whatever the price is in the future hope it's higher yeah, which yeah, means yeah. that you should be acting in your company's best That's interest yes yeah so what right. I did hear after these initial allegations um, is that perhaps everything was on board it's yeah yeah it sounds like maybe this was just part of that regular scheduled thing. The, the optics yeah. of it sure aren't great um, people but, were yeah I wasn't calling, trying to get a conspiratorial but yeah. Yeah. people were calling oh,
1: for an SEC investigation I understand no I get it why it didn't actually happen as of right now but all right. The thing I wanted to say, which I said to you when we were talking about this, is that the problem with this method of, like, CEOs being paid in stock options and stuff mm. like that is that it leads to a problem that a lot of companies have now where you there are methods that are not just make your company better that will raise your stock price. Uh, and it, it leads to <laughs> short-sighted thinking because the idea being like John Rich CEO of Unity for Life. Uh, so the more Unity does better, the more he, the richer he gets. But CEOs, some companies have CEOs that just stick it out till they're done. And some companies have CEOs that are there to just jack that, to just inject steroids into that stock price and then get the fuck out. <laughs> and that is, there's a lot of short-sighted thinking In a lot of those companies, where they're like, "I just need, like, I scheduled, uh, my stock options to be sold six months from now, so I need that stock price as high as fucking possible, and I'll do whatever. I'll cut. I've I've got six months to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I'll cut fucking employees so that our (laughs) profits look better. I will, um, I will do stock buybacks, like all of this shitty stuff. Change the logo to just jack up the price by the time their scheduled sale goes through." rather than look out for the best interests of the company. Because it, it, it leads to much more short-sighted thinking, I think. That's I, my...
0: I, I, you would not be the first person to raise that yeah, criticism yeah. either. I mean, people might say the same thing about quarterly earnings reports and stuff like that, too. I would,
1: yeah. Okay.
0: is also has a
1: great fucking interview. Uh, they call back to an interview uh, with John Ricciatello in 2015, near the beginning of his tenure, where he stated, I was when he Unity was not in the business of nickel and diming its customers. <laughs> uh, which, that is a quote, and they are quite literally nickel and diming. <laughs> uh, no.
0: Um, do, you ha- do you have the other quote to contrast with it? No. The one from like a year ago? Maybe it was two years. I don't know. I don't have it No. Do you uh, Okay, remember? so... Uh- Oh, I was this when he called people fucking idiots yeah, for to, not- to the best of my memory. Yeah, those, about mon- the, thinking about monetization. Game developer- uh, this, Yeah, right. so I'm going to paraphrase this because I don't have the exact quote, but uh, <laughs> game developers who are making their game uh, and, and designing it without the monetization yes. in mind are fucking idiots. Yes. Yeah. 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 Which he did eventually get bullied into rescinding that statement, yeah. but only after- But that, that also was such a recent quote, too- yeah, it's very relevant. You yeah, can it's, see where there's... It's, very, of thinking it's yeah. very funny to put it up against his recent <laughs> actions that he just took. Uh, yeah. Especially when you go back only to 2015. Not that long ago, really. No. Uh, no. When he's like, nah, we're not going to nickel and dime. We're all we're all in this together, man. <laughs> yeah, we're... Isn't <laughs> the most untrusting to, friend?
1: We don't heritage. need to do that, so that on real area. shit where they take a percentage of your revenue. Yeah. Um, okay, so, the back and forth uh between devs on twitter and unity and all that lasted about a, 10 days uh initially unity tried to clarify <laughs> and make st- small changes to course correct and the public of course uh wasn't having it the, the game playing oh. public and the game making public both were not having it mm-hmm. um september 13th which was it's like It's nice to have something to bring everyone later. together though you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we need some we need some unity in this world. Uh, and now we have it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why they call them that. Uh So September 13th, a day after, uh saw them clarifying smaller questions as I said before like the piracy thing, the install bombing thing, you know.
0: All of it. Yeah.
1: Um and and also the the clarifying of like the Oh, it's one per device, that that stuff. Um and then September 17th... This wasn't
0: clear the first time. We were just seeing what we could get away with.
1: Yeah. September 17th, uh, they posted the following message. We have heard you. We apologize for the confusion. It's really Sorry. opened with yeah. we have
0: heard you. That, that is actually my favorite PR statement yeah. ever. Oh, we, we, uh, also, like, you spoke, we, we listen. listen. Yeah. That's, that's my next... <laughs> Sorry, continue. But. We
1: apologize for the confusion and angst oh, the you. runtime fee policy we announced on Tuesday caused. We are listening... Talking to our team, community, customers, partners, and we'll be making changes to the policy. We will share an update in a couple of days. Thank you for your honest and critical feedback.
0: You were so confused by how bafflingly stupid this whole thing <laughs> was. Yeah, why like on it. earth would we do this? We just had a, 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 that, uh, oh man, was that a Yahtzee line where he said it's a crippling fear of money and success? Yeah. He's was like, oh man. Yeah. Why, why would we do this? We'll be back to you with that in a couple of days. Please stop sending us uh, dead fish. Yeah. And then fireworks.
1: Uh, okay, and finally... As I said, 10 days later, September 22nd, the policy was revised. <laughs> not reversed. Not rolled back. Revised. Revised. No runtime fee for Unity Personal. In addition to increasing the threshold required for a paid license to 200000 I guess it was 100000 for Unity Personal before. That sounds so, right. Uh, also, no game-making uh, no game making less than a million dollars a year would be subject to any fees whatsoever. The fee for the higher licenses only applies going forward. No existing games will be charged. Unless That's any... the big one. <laughs> no, <laughs> a... this is the big one. Oh. Unless any updates uh, made to that game are made with a newer version of Unity released in the year 2024 oh. and beyond. Games huh. subject to fees have a choice between 2.5% revenue share or the runtime fee, based on self-reported numbers.
0: <laughs> what are they? Self, wait, based on self-reported numbers? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you don't have to... Yeah, you can it's, well, Like,
1: there's legal shit. Okay. It's revenue reporting. Sure. Well, I, I know that's uh, not public.
0: Well, all right. Well, what do they mean by
1: updates? So, Unity, w- the way Unity works, the way every engine works, yeah. is that they update the engine. Right. Typically, there are updates to this engine that will break your game entirely and there are updates that will make it better <laughs> mm-hmm. uh that's basically like it's not an easy task to port from unreal 4 to unreal 5 it might not even be an easy task to yeah. port from unreal 4.1 to 4.2 but it's probably beneficial for you to upgrade to unreal 4.13 from four point one especially if an
0: ongoing like multiplayer game or yeah
1: something. they they're they're adjusting like um Rendering Um, pipelines and shit like that, things that'll help you.
0: adding features, fixing bugs, and sometimes in doing one or both of those things, the way that they used to do something doesn't make sense anymore, so it is deprecated, right? They no longer do things that way, which means that if your code was using that thing that is now deprecated, then you have to change how it works. So sometimes things break. And it's like, yeah, you kind of just accept the good with the bad. It's like, well, I really need this thing to not break my textures on this level, so I'm going to upgrade the engine, and that's going to cause some headaches, and it's going to take us a few weeks. And maybe I know that from experience. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know, yeah, uh, that will happen. It's just part of it. It's now, how, the world, how the world works. Here's yeah. the problem with this.
1: I mentioned this in my Unity episode. Unity no longer does numbered versions. Uh, they they stopped that at, like, uh, Unity 6, I think. Um. It,
0: Well, I think Unity 6, in quotes I'm putting, I don't think they ever had one called Unity 6. I think that's when they started just calling it with years, which is where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's Yeah, so it's like this is (laughs)
1: Unity 2023 point whatever instead of like Unreal's 4 versus 5. Because Unreal 4 and 5 are not, there's not a year between the two of those. There's years. There's an entire console generation between the (laughs) two of those, you know? Um, Unity, however, does updates yearly, uh, like more than yearly, but like, unity 2023 version versus 2024 version their big updates come yearly and they'll add like lighting changes and shit like that and they're typically like a game that comes out maybe like say this year like 2023 uh might be made on like unity 2020 or 2021 version because that's when they started development you don't Mm -hmm. typically like upgrade to the bigger changes but we're talking about a year when Unreal Five exists and yeah. is like And it's picking you know, up traction picking yeah. up steam. Yeah. So you uh you don't really want to disincentivize people to use the older version of your engine to not be charged revenue share. <laughs> so it's like, are a bunch of devs just gonna be like, I mean, I guess, you know, it'll be harder to get a twenty twenty three version of Unity in twenty twenty four, but like it's possible and yeah. you can start development Roll of back. a game you in could, you, 2024 yeah. on the 2023 version you
0: can find their old versions like they yeah. have a page for it they try wow, to, they, they try might. to, yeah <laughs> they might not know yeah do their best to scrub that and... <laughs> well so it's like yeah it, it was always kind of buried in the website because they want you to use the latest of one course, by default yeah. but it's like sometimes it's like oh this thing I need to do in my game specifically does not work with this new feature you add because this new feature is bugged so I need to go back to the old one and that page does exist. Uh, but yeah. yeah, maybe they wouldn't want to have that page around if they are making way more money on the newer version. Yeah. yeah. Who knows?
1: And this is, you know, and this this leads to, like, despite the changes, the, the devs have spoken, and this isn't good enough, right? Like, you're now incentivizing people to stop using newer versions. You've also clearly demonstrated that you have zero problem with just flipping a switch and changing the terms of At service. At any point, Yeah. So it's who's to say that you start development on Unity 2025 and That's then by the end risky. of yeah. and then by like, the end of 2025 project and get, you change it a fucking again. Yep. Yeah. But you I, realize what you can get away with and you make smaller changes now. Exactly. I, I
0: will say Randy another real cost here though is that um changing engines means training your employees on All how to whole new, on how yeah. to use that engine which is time and money, right? Yeah. So it's like you know, you may have only, like, you may only have enough room in your budget to continue using the thing that they already know how to do, uh, and it, it's, it's... Or you have a relationship with people that work for that engine company, well, and that helps them, maybe. Like, it's it's, it's an uphill battle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a huge uphill battle to have to change engines because... Oh, no, <laughs> the, I bet. Because yeah. the company that made your engine decided <laughs> to be a piece of shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, I guess it's just more like starting a new thing going forward. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: well devs have said as a lot of devs have said as much um that they will not be using unity going forward um but it is a cost it is a cost analysis thing like can we retrain i forget which title it
0: was there it was a game that they said we were switching engines and um slay the spire oh that is and they're still going oh yeah i'll get to that all right um the, stick into it. because it's like a lot smaller
1: dev teams will be more agile in retraining than larger dev teams will be.
0: Not only that, but Mega Crit was blessed with one of the most successful indie games ever. Yeah, so they got money. They've, yeah. they've, they've they've got some. They some can walk- make that decision. They've got some walking around money. They can afford to throw a year into the fire <laughs> and then take another one from that there yeah. and then start over, right? Uh, yeah. Because they they can be resolute and be like, "No, you broke our trust." Yeah, and other people might be like, "We're still at your mercy" because we can't afford to do something else you know make an example out of them sets a the precedent for yeah, other, like yeah, yeah Mega Crit can afford it and they're probably not happy about having to do it but they oh can, yeah i'm sure but, but they can do it yeah <laughs> many devs
1: have gone on record as saying that they are looking into options like godot game maker ue5 mm-hmm. stuff like that uh depending on i guess the scale of your game changes your needs but there's there's options unity ain't the yes. only game in town uh, the trust is officially broken. Are... And as such, two weeks after these changes were made in October, beginning of October, John Ricciatello officially retired, <laughs> big air quotes big a there, a there,
2: from his position as
1: CEO and chairman of Unity. James Whitehurst, <laughs> former CEO of Red Hat, was made the interim CEO. The company is looking for a permanent replacement, and Richitello will also stay on to ensure a smooth transition whenever a new CEO is appointed. Unity's stock price took a hit, mm. falling from a high of $48 per share in July to 39 after a bad earnings call in the beginning of September, right before this, all the way down to 25 per share in the beginning of Ooh. October. Oof.
0: So half? Yeah. That. half? yeah, that's like half. Uh, <laughs> nice. It is
1: currently at $40, so it is going that's back kinda, up. Yeah. It's um, just that
0: Futurama bit where they're announcing the changes and you watch the <laughs> stock price behind them.
1: And our last update on Unity, uh, this is from Ash Parish at The Verge. Uh, on November 9th, 2023, in a Q3 earnings call, Unity announced losses, rising, <laughs> as well as saying they would, in their air quotes, likely be performing layoffs as a cost-cutting measure. Weird. Oh. Uh and this is a direct quote from the, uh, the Verge article. Uh, the company says it is assessing its product portfolio, quote, to focus on those products that are most valuable to our customers and is, quote, evaluating the right cost structure that aligns with the more focused portfolio. It plans to make changes during the fourth quarter and likely, uh, quote, likely include discontinuing certain product offerings, reducing the workforce, and rein- and reducing office footprint. The company expects to complete its changes before the end of Q1 2024, so March. All right. Yeah.
0: Well, I guess tune back in for. <laughs>
1: yeah, tune back in next year. Yeah. But I'm not done. Okay. So this is a little fun section. That's the end of the Unity stuff. There's a little fun section. Uh, the other engines. I like fun. Wait a minute. Uh,
0: did you get the Weta stuff in there? No. Oh, so they uh after they bought Weta, they. They uh officially spun that back off or something like that. And I think they were. Oh, like, well, it was. Well, there's like a difference between Wed, Weta Digital and Weta Imaging or something. So th- some uh, we got. We, I think we got to look this up. We got okay. to pause and All look right. this up right now because I believe they got spun back off and then maybe purchased back by the original owners or something. No, is that uh, really? They, they may have like lost money on it and then had them go. I need to see what happened to this okay. again. Okay. Uh, this is an article
1: from November 29th, 2023. Uh, yeah, this is recent. From Nicole Carpenter at Polygon. Unity <clears throat> purchased Weta Digital in 2021 in a $1.6 billion deal. Yeah. Unity is laying off 265 people or 3.8% of its workforce as it undergoes a company reset. It's, it's not their all, fucking fault. All 256 laid-off workers were part of Unity's Weta, Di- Weta Digital division. Alongside the layoffs, Unity is closing 14 offices and ending an agreement with Weta FX, the new company made of the legendary VFX teams and owned by Peter Jackson. Yep, that's it's been it. in place since the Weta Digital acquisition.
0: Yeah, I knew they had different. Like,
1: yeah. So Weta FX announced uh, that it will attempt to hire as many of the team as possible in a move to expand its research and development capabilities. And Unity good. will keep the tools it acquired, which will be available to Weta FX. Unity's need to refocus its efforts on its core business and change its relationship with Weta FX was not something we had planned for, Weta FX said. <laughs> Maybe plan you should have planned yeah. for it. <laughs> that we partnership are, did not last
0: long without issues, man. That was, we are endeavoring to hire back as many land.
1: crew as we can. However, there will may be a few roles that we'll not be able to accommodate within the new structure. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: So, so, so Weta got their payday. Yeah. Is going to get some but not all of those people back working for them again a lot of those people just got screwed yeah and yeah in this what what did unity intend to do with them again anyway just they They, never uh, specify it was just i mean
1: (sighs) it was it was in a direct competition with unreal
0: Right, because Unreal yeah. was getting into visual effects for film yeah. and cinema and stuff. Yeah, it was so, Unreal. It was a big thing when the, <gasps> the Matrix th- uh, came out. <laughs> yeah,
1: Matrix used Unreal. Mandalorian used Unreal. A lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Disney stuff. So you were Unreal. seeing
0: their like logo. Yeah, on, on there Android were like projects.
1: news articles where the like the Mandalorian was made
0: entirely in Unreal Engine form. Yep, it's yep. Like okay. So I think that yeah, I think you're right. I think that was Unity just and being Unity,
1: like Unity was like we'll show you a Mandalorian we'll by the Lord <laughs> of the Rings people. <laughs> Uh, and then they fucked that up like they <laughs> fucked everything else up. Um, okay, we're gonna talk about other engines now. Um, Yay! On November twenty first, twenty twenty three, YoYo Games, creators of the game engine Game Maker, mm. who was owned Hotline Miami Engine, who was owned by the browser company Opera, did not know that. I Opera. didn't know Opera. that. Um, Strange. Announced that. The, the engine is now, quote, free for non-commercial use. Cool. Uh, and this is a long statement. We have a special gift for our community this Thanksgiving. From now on, Game Maker will be free for non-commercial purposes on all non-console platforms. At the same time, to meet the needs of hobbyists and indie developers, we are introducing a new one-time fee, a commercial license that is replacing the current creator indie subscription. Nothing changes for developers targeting the consoles. Our enterprise subscriptions remain the same why this change to say thank you since we joined the <laughs> and opera and no other reason <laughs> yeah well hold on since we joined the opera family game maker has seen a threefold increase in its active users lots of young people trying to make game maker games yeah, I gotta over 6000 games were published on our own service gx.games and as a result of the product of evolution GameMaker is now better than ever and a bonus, it can now also be used to create animated live wallpapers that can go in the Opera GX browser Woo! or directly on Windows. Uh, uh, it's about time. That's just to start, though. All our asset bundles will now be free for everyone. We have seen other platforms making awkward moves with their
0: pricing and terms, so we thought, <laughs> awkward, what if we... They will be- not be named. We don't really know any off the top <laughs> of our heads, but I just nebulously... <laughs> I can imagine the faces that they're making, like what, <laughs> they're like, yeah. you know, "Guys, I I didn't put Unity in there, but like you yeah. you get it, right?" Yeah. Okay,
1: got it. What if we did the opposite? Something that could actually be good for developers. Our success is measured by the number of people making games. So here we are. Happy Thanksgiving. The new pricing structure reflects Game Maker's commitment to making game development more accessible and flexible. The free version serves as an entry point for beginners. A one-time commercial fee is for the curious ones, and the subscription-based enterprise tier. Provides a scalable option for more experienced developers and professionals. Oh, and if you're already an existing subscriber, you may be entitled to a free commercial license or a discount. Check out our FAQ for details. Neat. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, do you have an update in there about Godot? This, this is the one I'm most personally interested in, having like barely worked in it at all. <laughs> yeah. But I really like what Godot is doing. I like the cut of their jib, you know. So
1: they got into a little bit of high water, but we'll get into that in a second. Now, Godot, I have a couple game devs responding about Godot. Uh, Randy alluded to this earlier, but many game devs pledged additional funding to Godot in a pledge to abandon Unity and move to Godot. Mega Crit, developers of Slay the Spire, uh, re- uh, participated in a game jam called the Jump Ship Game Jam. I want to see if you can figure wow. out what the theme of that That's one was. We'll yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Mega Crit participated they made a game called dancing duelists on october 17th which was a test game made entirely in godot within the time of game jam in a steam announcement about it the studio said due to recent events the Mega Crit team has been looking for an engine to migrate our next big game from U- to from unity so we've been working on this little game for a few weeks now to acquaint ourselves with godot our new official engine of choice it also just so happens to coincide with the Jump Ship Game Jam, an event that encourages developers to branch out and create something with new engines and new tools. We're super proud of how this project turned out in such a small time frame. We'd love for you to check it out. If you want to try it, it's available for free on H.I.O. I played it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. um, indie publisher Nolwave also joined Godot as a sponsor in a pledge to... not familiar. Uh, yeah, they did. Uh, the only thing I know they did is tape to tape. Oh, oh, okay. okay. That yeah, came yeah. out last year. Yeah. Yep. The hockey,
0: uh, yep. Hockey game. Yeah. Uh, Relogic. Oh, that was this year. The okay. Devs of Terraria. Well, this, this year for the recording. Last year for when it goes oh, by, yeah. probably Just, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real time correction.
1: Uh, Relogic, the Devs of Terraria, mm-hmm. also got in on the sponsor. Yeah.
0: I, I saw their quote floating around.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then this was, this was my favorite. Uh, Richard Curie of the Register wrote an article about devs John Warner and Trevor De Silva, who developed games together under the moniker Moonstruck. They created The Fall. Remember that game?
0: Not really. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I mean I remember it being pretty Mm -hmm. like like people liked it.
1: Yeah. Uh, But they created their own game in a week to try and test out Godot. The game is called Install Fee Tycoon. And it is a clicker that is exactly what you think it's about. <laughs> um, and here's a quote from the, the pair that developed the game. The most hilarious outcome here is to get into a point where if we had built this on Unity, we would have owed more money than we made. So we're going to launch the game for the lowest price Steam will allow for the lulls, of course. It's that three cents? Uh, hold on. Uh, yeah,
0: I, 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 just, I mean, you probably get down to one, right? And
1: we're going to track installs. We'll then publicly <laughs> share install information as well as what we would owe Unity in this case. But not only that, we're going to seed a pirated version and track those installs. <laughs> Trevor and I both have very fond feelings for Unity. I think it's clear to everyone at this point, including Unity, that the proposed changes were a mistake. We want install fee tycoon to stand as a hilarious memory of what might have been if the entire games industry didn't collectively explode, <laughs> explode in a panicked revolt. We want to highlight the absurdity of this whole thing. The game will sell on Steam for... It says here, he said...
0: 69 De, cents.
1: The Silva added the game will sell for, on Steam for 40 cents. We had hoped for 20, but tragically, Valve actually wants to make money. Uh, but I checked it. It's 99 cents. Currently on sale for 49 Woo! on this winter sale. Um, If we get very lucky, we'll get into a position where we would have owed more money than we made had this been released in Unity under the proposed plan. It would be the perfect punchline to our joke. As John said, we had a lot of love for Unity. They're certainly correcting this blunder, but it's still fun to think of the bullet we all collectively dodged. That's some
0: dedication to a bet. These guys are great. (laughs) I love them.
1: (laughs) Now, here's the hot water. Uh, for godot on december 7th the godot foundation established w4 games a new company with that shares some employees uh meant to help with console porting for godot yeah uh the company announced 15 million dollars in series a funding also on december 22nd 2023 they announced console pricing structure Or I guess this W4 Games is like a support studio if you want to port Godot games to consoles.
0: So, yeah, you know the reason for that, right? No. Okay, so uh, Godot is totally open source under MIT license. Yeah, that I knew. So, yeah, you can do whatever you want with this, right? Like, there are other uh we'll get into this in a script i wrote uh, Mm. at some point but there are other open source licenses that make sure that any anything that you do has to continue to benefit future people who use the code base mit license is like we don't care you can make changes and keep them secret you can make changes and make them available you can charge money you can not charge money whatever you feel like it's all fair game uh but because of that uh console ports require the use of code that is incompatible with this license, right? Sony's code, Nintendo's code, Microsoft's code, mm-hmm. uh, that they cannot legally include with it. So what they had been doing is they mentioned a couple of partners that they had worked with in the past, and they're like, you can hit these guys up, they'll help you you know, port the game to consoles. But um, especially as this engine gets more popular, eventually you're going to hit the limit of how mm-hmm. much supply these guys have in the, in the market. You okay. know? So they probably can't keep recommending them forever. And also, hey! Suddenly, weird—a whole bunch of money just materialized for Godot out of nowhere. This makes sense for them to do, and and what that way that? they can, yeah, that way they can keep their engine open source and then still provide this. Um, so gotcha. I'm I'm actually not sure where the hot water comes in, uh, just because I do, I do fully get why they can't. So do I. Yeah. Um,
1: it, I think it's people basically not understanding what you just said. Okay. Uh, it, it yeah, eight hundred dollars a year or one console, $2,000 a year for all three, the big three.
0: Is it front prices?
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, keep in
0: mind, there's nothing stopping you from porting it yourself. You just got to read a lot of documentation yes, and that's, work that's, it in. That's yeah. Still, that's tons so, of, yeah.
1: Uh, the good so the Godot Godot the engine itself is open source and the way that it's funded is through the Godot Foundation through donations. It's very similar to how Blender works. Actually, I mm. think they based it off of the way Blender the 3D is D rendering. Program. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because um, Blender is not like is also open source. It's not a, like a for profit company. They take donations and it's so good at this point that people use it over like <clears throat> Maya and you know all those products. Yeah. Um People were upset because they thought that this was them trying to pivot. I think to from the blender model of like open source, nonprofit, donation based oh. to company with shareholders. So they just thought it was money
0: opportunistic. Or? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. And as uh, there I found an article gaming on Linux about this. Uh. Gaming on Linux points out exactly what Andrew just said, which is that and and they said as much, W four games said as much that gaming uh that uh Godot is still open source. Uh and that unlike Unity, the these uh this eight hundred dollar, two thousand dollar fee is not required to publish on consoles. Uh you can do it yourself. You, other people can also set up companies with different fees to provide yeah, so that, this that's, service. I was curious. About uh, it, this is just them making money off of people making console games on Godot. All right. Uh, if they need support from the people that make Godot, so. Yep. I don't think there's that much of a problem with it, but you know, again, gamers are a fickle bunch. Mm. Game I, devs are also a fickle bunch.
0: Uh, open yep. source nerds are also a fickle bunch they, too. They are. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Perfect storm,
1: um, and that is. Uh, I don't have a lot of Unreal updates. They Unreal Five is killing it, and I don't think yeah. Epic. I think Tim Sweeney's too busy <gasps> trying to sue every fucking platform holder <laughs> under the sun to worry about yeah. what Unity's doing. His hands
0: are full. Uh, what do you call it? Is this um? Am I am I quoting? Uh, uh, am I poorly quoting Sun Tzu when I say uh, if your opponent is making a mistake, don't interrupt them. Right. Yeah. yeah so that's like, yeah. a good. So like yeah. of, of course Unreal shouldn't change anything nope. in no. response to you what. You just throw your hands yeah. up and yeah. just go, hey, we're still here. <laughs> by the way, you guys all knew that. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the only thing you do is yeah. just be like, eh, yeah. Eh, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stick a finger up.
1: Um, yeah, I think they just like somebody came out somewhere and was like, now's as good a time as any to learn Unreal. Uh, oh yeah. No, mm-hmm. that I
0: saw that narrative going around for sure. Yeah. Man, what a. It's just like the most hold my beer moment of everything we've discussed on you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we've gone through companies doing dumb shit, but this is. I mean, video games or otherwise, this is maybe the dumbest thing I've ever seen a company do. Yeah. It, it was capital C crazy. New Coke made more sense than this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it,
1: it, yeah, it's just this thing of like playing with the big boys. Right. Where you have like like this. Yeah. You have this thing where you're like, um, well, like to use an example, right? Like Amazon, Amazon's business model has shifted now (gasps) to where they're like, they're not the only game in town. I actively go out of my way to not buy things on Amazon when I can. Um, but like the way, the way, the way Amazon, yeah, the way Amazon treats the customers and also the sellers. Yeah. It's just like it shifted so much because they're fucking Amazon. They can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, They're established. Yeah. They're the king. You know, And you come at the king, you best not miss, to quote Omar <laughs> do, from do The Wire. Do you think they
0: had the foresight that there was going to be some push but not at this have. level? <laughs> like they had I, I to can have. tell there you. There had to have been meetings where, like, multiple people on that staff were like, I, you, you don't know what this is going to do to us. Like, so 100%, I yeah. know from social media, from... Current and former Unity devs who've posted about it—they're uh-huh. like, believe me, everyone at the company was pushing <laughs> oh, back at man. this, and they still went through with it anyway. Can you imagine, like, mm-hmm. work, like being employed or being prepared for it? Of just like, today's the day. This is gonna... Th- yeah, this isn't you... even like a case of yes men, right? Like, they, yeah, they yeah, lived, yeah. like people were like, no, this is a bad idea.
1: <laughs> no, it's a case. It's a case of the money people not listening to them. It, yeah, no, There's, precisely. Like, I don't want to say creative people, the engineers and the because it's like nobody. This is so short, like, this just shows a complete either lack of knowledge or disregard yeah. for how your for product both. is used, right? And it's like they, you know, the people who make Unity know this. how Unity is used. You actively, like, if you're a big company, so say... Genshin Impact people, yeah. making a Unity game, you were in direct contact with Unity as a company. Totally. Like, you get direct oh. support from them. They know how you make your game, and they help you make your game. And this was just, like, the money. Yeah, this is, like Andrew said, there were there were people within that company just being like, nope, don't do that. That's awful. That's the stupidest thing you could do. And then they're like, well, what if we made more money? <laughs> but, yeah, it's oh, just, man. like, it, it's a thing where, like, you know, you think about, like... um the the amount of like companies now that have to get like they're like oh we're just oh we're Airbnb we're disrupting the fucking hotel industry <laughs> and it's like you fuck up once people will go right back to hotels there's another option that's yeah. how this market works you know it's all you f- you fuck up uh you know DoorDash you fuck up like people will just go get their own food you know you mm. Not yet, they don't. I, know. <laughs> I can t-
0: I can tell you from experience, people still do it anyway. But I, know. I don't know someday they'll. they'll I mean, learn. yeah,
1: you all you you have to fuck up royally. That's the thing. Yeah, it's this like, was
0: royal fuck up. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, but but it's like it's the thing where it's like you thought you were Amazon. Yeah. Um. But you're Just fucking. You're theory. not like yeah. you're not even the biggest game in town. Yeah. Unreal is. Yeah. In terms of third-party engines, and if it, you're not at the End scale... And, like brand awareness. Yeah, and if you're not at the scale of companies who use Unreal, then people know more about fucking, like, I mean, people know just as much about Game Maker, and especially Godot's been getting a lot of traction, so it's just like this thing where they're just like, dude, we're, like, so integral to game devs that, like, we can do whatever we want, just make a bunch of money. And then the game does are like, no, you cannot. We will tank our companies to switch engines to fuck you over. Do not test us. We will bite back. Yep. Yeah. What Indeed. do you think was
0: dumber, this or the Juicero? The <laughs> Juicero. Um, that came that came up on our recap because of the the company Fuse Project who designed it also designed the... um oh yeah The, Ouya. Uh, the Ouya. yeah Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still around this. they're, they're still. Stu- yeah, well, th- I mean that was a that was just a complete and utter scam That's and like Sil- That's product, like Silicon
1: but. Valley shit where' just, somebody just has money and they're just like, "I want to invest in something that's going to change the world. But I can't think of anything that needs changing. <laughs> so I'll just invent a problem that nobody has and then fix it. That shit happens all the time this is like this an, is
0: igniting your own empire though yeah this yeah. is like, yeah. this is like
1: yeah. the crumbling of an empire there is being an esta- like there was hubris an just like... completely tanking a company that for the most part <laughs> Randy's feelings on the engine aside like <laughs> Unity I
0: said it in our Vindicated. old episode
1: Unity is a good comp, like was a good yeah. company before they got you know they yeah, were respected nope, so, yeah. nobody
0: wants to vindicate Randy's opinions I'll tell you right now so. And <laughs> I mean we still won't
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> look and not even I predicted this like this shit this has nothing to do with the quality of the engine. This just yeah. has to do with the business. Maybe if model, the engine was worth it. Which we
0: did cover. <laughs> I know, I
1: know. We did cover on uh on the episode when Unity's like acquisition of that weird spyware company and all that shit. Like they've right. been pivoting yeah, 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 yeah. into yeah, okay. weird shit for a while.
0: Speaking of covering, I didn't mean to allude in the uh the opening with the we will get to them other subjects eventually. Yeah, so Stick around the next fall to hear our thoughts on this yeah <laughs> everything you know everything else in the recap mm-hmm. but uh i don't know any closing thoughts <laughs> i'm I'm just in awe at how stupid yeah. it was really i i it was
1: funny because we did our update yeah and then we did our game awards episode and i i remember i think i brought it up to one of you or both of you we're watching the game awards and um there were, oh, right. there were a you decent did mention this, if we were there were a here. decent number of games made in Unity that right. were shown, but off there was there. only one. There that... was only one that proudly <laughs> declared that it was made in Unity, and it was the um, it was Den of Wolves. Was that is that the GTFO the, the GTFO people? people's okay. new game, the Heist game, which
0: they're going to continue to work in what they know, yeah. Yeah. right? But they're it not was not huge. It, t- it t- was, I mean, the trailer just yeah. said like proudly I'm made surprised in Unity. They didn't I was like, you're Let's we'll see what the radioactive half life is on the rent and everybody else's perception of this company. But
1: <laughs> I mean, I think they'll, I'm sure they'll survive. But yeah, people will forget. People will continue to make Unity because it might cost too much to change. But also,
0: well, we'll know the the you know the full results of this like down the line. Like oh yeah, you years know, like, from now. Yeah. So Godot right now is where Unity was over ten years ago at this point, right? Yeah. So humble beginnings. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, like there's uh the like uh, like they're they're starting to get some like some banger hits like uh Golden Idol and Cassette Beast that are coming out in Godot. I didn't know uh, Golden Idol was that man. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, wasn't a uh Cruelty Squad? I think that might. I have... think so. Yeah. 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 Was... So it's like yeah. they're... they're... <laughs> Sorry. No. That's not Unity? No. Uh, yeah, It's like they're, they're starting to get these big hits that'll get other people interested in the engine, too. Unreal, of course, is Unreal. You know? Yeah. If you need the high they're end. They're not going nowhere. If you need the high end or you're just comfortable in it, it yeah. is a very versatile engine, so sure. like they're going to keep on doing what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, um, shit.
1: Keeper was made. That game rules. Sorry, continue. <laughs> but it, but it's like,
0: yeah, I, I I do wonder what the market share looks like, and like I said before, I'm rooting for them because I, I like what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I do want to see them continue yeah, to thrive. And and like they, and they haven't been shitty and fucked up forever. Really. Well, it's, yeah. uh, it's open source, so know, it, yeah, 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 they're yeah. they're not at the whims of a corporate <laughs> entity uh if they do uh something stupid. Yeah. The, thing,
1: the thing about Unity is much like it's very analogous to to the the blender situation with Godot because like the thing about Unity is that like Unreal is like wizardry. Like if you're making a game that's gonna cost a hundred million dollars, right. it's so much more cost-efficient to use Unreal, and they got them tech wizards there that are doing God no God's work making, like, you know, the fucking what whatever the hell Blade 2 whatever yeah, the hell they're yeah, doing yeah. with that and looks incredible, but, like, yeah, it's like Unity's whole point of existence was like, hey, is Unreal just, like, too complicated and too heavy for you? Come on down here. And then it's like Godot is just, like, not that complicated. Like, Unity's <laughs> not that well-optimized or that like, it's just, it was just at the right place at the right time. And you yeah. think you're hot shit and you're not. And now we exist. Yeah. And we will be the Looks same fucking thing. And- yeah. <laughs> so, it this is an incredibly stupid decision. It's just like, but it, it's just the way the fucking market works. It, they're just like, we got to, like, we're, everybody knows about Unity. We put our splash screen on a bunch of games. Like, how to. How do we monetize this? And it's just like, just keep doing what you're doing and That's stop buying Weta Digital
0: <laughs> for billions of dollars.
1: That's why you're $2.2 billion in debt. Just make a fucking game engine. Mm-hmm. That works. It would have been fine. Isn't unreal, yeah. yeah. Just come, yeah, come out and say 2% two oh, percent of your constant revenue. Growth, constant growth. Yeah. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Plugs. So, plugs. Okay. Yeah. Uh thank you for listening. Yeah. Um apologies
0: for the coughing by the way, I'm still recovering from being sick. <laughs> I just do that all the time.
1: <laughs> I didn't cough once.
0: <laughs> Make um, me laugh.
1: I'm very funny. Uh so yeah. Uh this was a little um the whole we had hold you all over. We had Andrew in town for the holidays, so we figured we were initially gonna do um game of the year, but that's gonna be a bigger endeavor, so we figured we'd knock this little update out. Uh, this will be coming out before our game of the year. That's a monumental undertaking and we'll probably be out. I would like to say in the beginning of 2024, but that's the plan. Who, who fucking knows how long that's going to take. Um, But yeah, that'll come out and then we'll get back to episodes like yeah. this about shit again. Uh, You can find all our episodes, including our update. If you missed our update of the other topics that Randy mentioned, as well as our Unity episodes. It it was a good idea to spin this off. So I'm glad
0: you did. I mean, we we would have been.
1: (laughs) That update would have been like three hours long if we (laughs) didn't spin this off. Um, And you can find that. And the Unity episode, and many more at hotbuttoncast.com, as well as all the podcast services, you know, Spotify. And-
0: if you like stories about game engines, we did the, 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 the epic in Silicon Nights one years yeah. ago. <laughs> I want to do a
1: Frostbite in, uh, episode at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and let's talk about Anthem. And you can hear uh, updates on our, when our game of the year stuff is coming out on our socials Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Hot Button Cast.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye.